0: Welcome everybody and thank you so much for your time this evening during the Hearts Environment Hustings. We are really lucky this evening as we have eight
1: candidates coming to talk to us about their environmental policies across Hertfordshire linked to the county council elections. Not the local council county council elections but most importantly of all well, the evening will not be chaired by myself it's going to be chaired by Nick Hazel and I'm going
0: to pass the baton over to him very shortly. In case you don't know, Nick is currently the weekday host of a morning show on Radio verulam He lives in St Albans and is a director at Radio verulam And he spent his working career in telecoms and internet business and living in New York and Switzerland. So, Nick, over to you. Thank you very much for sharing this evening.
2: Thank you, Anna, and just a reminder that uh, the event is being recorded this evening. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for attending this evening's Hustings. I'm sure we all hope our next Hustings will be an in-person event once again, Um, but although we can't all be together uh, this evening, you do have the opportunity to ask questions, and I'll explain how in just a moment. Right, so let's look at our agenda for this evening. Each of the parties has two representatives at this evening's hustings. They'll be introducing themselves and their party's policies briefly in just a moment. Uh, then it's on to questions. Uh, one question has been supplied to the party in a, parties in advance, but then this is where you come in. Uh, so please submit any questions that you'd like to be put to the parties. You can do this by using the Q&A facility in Zoom it should be down at the bottom of your screen. Um, there should be a Q&A button you can click on there. As you see the questions submitted by others, please vote for them. There's a thumbs up button uh, that you can use to vote for the question, and we will put the most popular questions uh, to the parties representatives. Uh, Now there's a poll that's going to be uh, running this evening, uh, just for a few minutes, uh, and we'd appreciate it if you could participate. Uh, I think we're about to put the poll online right now. Uh, If you could just take a moment just to give us a quick response on that, we'd be very grateful. So let's get on to our introductions. And could I ask the party's representatives uh, to introduce themselves?
3: Thank you.
4: Good evening. I'm uh, County Councillor Theresa Heritage. I'm the deputy leader of Hertfordshire County Council at the moment, um, and um, my portfolio is children, young people and families. However, I was asked to lead on the development of our climate change and sustainability strategy uh, during the last year.
5: Hi, good evening. Um, my name is Derek Ashley. I'm a county council for Hitchin South. I'm also a candidate in the same uh, division. Uh, currently, I'm the executive member for growth, infrastructure, planning and the economy on Hertfordshire County Council.
1: Hi, I'm, I'm Annie Zander. I'm standing for the Green Party in Hitton Rural. I'm, I'm the Green Party
6: candidate for Ware North, and I'm also a, a parish councillor in stansted Abbots.
7: Good evening. I'm Tina Bartwas. I'm the Labour candidate for Letchworth North.
3: Um, good evening. Um, I am Simon Speller. I'm the Labour candidate for Sheppel in Stevenage, and I'm currently chair of the Planning and Development Committee <coughs> on Stevenage Borough Council.
0: Good evening, I'm Helen Campbell. I'm a district councillor in Marshallswick South Ward in St Albans and I'm standing in the county division of St Albans North.
8: And I'm Nigel Quinton. I'm the Liberal Democrat can- county councillor in Hanside and Tree in Garden City. Um, hoping to be re-elected in a couple of weeks time.
2: Thanks very much to all our party representatives and uh, thank you for introducing yourselves. Well, and now a couple of minutes for each party to introduce their environmental policies. And we'll start with the representative of the Green Party.
1: Thank you. Well, unsurprisingly, the Green Party has the most substantial environmental policies of all political parties. Everything we do is aimed to create a fairer, safer and greener Hertfordshire. Our science based policies cover everything from sustainable and accessible transport over rewilding and tree cover to environmental education in schools. Two things, however, I would like to highlight tonight. First, we put communities at the heart of our our policies. We believe that communities need to be educated and empowered to create the best outcomes for the environment. Our councilors in other parts of the country have a great track record in working with the local communities to tackle environmental issues like waste, food, transport, pollution, and education be it community allotments or school gardens, be it traffic calmed neighborhoods, we are pro- proactively supporting residents to create the change they want to see in their local villages and towns. Secondly, the Green Party has drafted a coherent and tangible plan for a green recovery. With local investment along the right guidelines, we can ensure that Hertfordshire not only recovers from the COVID-19 pandemic, but also thrives in a green and sustainable way. Not growth at any cost is what we need now, but the right investment in local schemes that will bring employment and business to Hertfordshire without costing the earth. The Green Party policies are the only policies that put communities and the environment first in everything that we do. Thank you.
2: Thank you, and now to the Labour Party.
7: Thank you very much, Nick. Um, I'd like to to start by outlining um, some of Labour's environment policies. Um, We have policies on carbon, so ensuring that development strategy and the work of the Hearts Growth Board, as well as the internal organisation of the County Council, are focused on ensuring the county is carbon neutral by 2030. Waste, um, we want to review waste management practices and increase the amount of days Waste and Recycling Centre is open um, and reduce waste overall. We've got policies on transport, which includes reviewing highways, um, a focus on active travel, um, bus subsidies, um, coming to the economy. This is something that's really, really important to the Labour Party. And we'd be looking to work with the local enterprise partnership, um, using the council's membership to encourage decisions which are in line with the rapid growth of the the green economy and recognises the urgency of climate change Um, and community engagement. Now, this is the most important thing. We want to introduce a climate change initiative fund. This would mean that our communities can take control of the green initiatives in their own area. Um, now we have a specific manifesto section dedicated to this, but it's much a part of our whole manifesto rule. Um, we want to see a Hertfordshire County Council that performance is outstanding and the environment is no exception to that. Um, a high performing council will engage people and emphasize the environment. Now, the Labour Party has been leading on this and We very much aspire to continue
2: that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And now we'll move on to the Liberal Democrat Party.
0: Thank you, Nick. Greener is the first word in our election slogan. The climate is the first focus in our manifesto, and addressing it properly, the climate crisis, will be integral to everything we do. Really crucially, it is imperative that efforts are cross-party. Saving the planet is not a political issue. It's a human issue. The Liberal Democrats will expand PV solar generation at council and school buildings to enable grid sales, save costs and reduce energy bills while creating income. We'll help more schools become more energy efficient, expanding the recent tentative attempts by the current administration. We'll ensure Hart's Living builds homes that are energy efficient. We'll we'll switch more lighting, such as that on street signs, to LED and install off-grid solar lighting on suitable cycle and walking routes. Under us, all contract buses will be ultra low emission or better by 2025, end of life council vehicles will be replaced with same, and we will introduce a £2.5 million fund for on-street EV charging. We'll plant many more urban and highways trees, spending at least 5.5 million over four years. And we will, of course, significantly expand the verge rewilding programme. We'll also give flooding the attention it needs with a one million emergency response fund in the first year. Nigel will now tell you how we will pay for this.
8: (laughs) Thank you, Helen. Um, Yes, I mean, a lot of what's in that uh, list that uh, Helen has gone through was already in a proposal that we put to council in February, which was rejected by the Conservatives. As we think that actually a lot of this can be achieved from existing budgets without adding significantly. Um, there are lots of ways we can do that. The prime one is making better use of the county's land holdings. Um, we have 750 hectares of land that is not is uh, highlighted for disposal. Just 10% of that would net £140 million pounds over the next four years. And decreased security and maintenance costs and renting out a surplus office space we'll also add another one and a half million, relatively small in comparison. But the other thing we want to do is to invest massively in- I'm sorry, I'm gonna
2: to have to cut you off there. Um, and uh, let's move to the Conservative Party.
4: Um, yes, the Conservative Party at the County Council has developed a sustainable Hartford strategy um, and which sets the ambitions for the County Council. Um, we've got two ambitions. We want to lead on our own operations. We want to be carbon neutral um, at the organisation by 2030 and all operations to be ready for climate, all climate change matters. We want to be leaders in the environment to improve our nature on land by 20% by 2030 and reduced by what we th- throw away and that's in our own organisation. Um, but we also see that the County Council has a leadership role across the county. And so we want to be able to inspire um, and enable organisations, it's really important um, the sustainable and climate change that everybody's involved as colleagues have said earlier, the community, uh, district councils, um, borough councils, the LEP, the NHS, everybody needs to be involved, it's not just one organisation. We want to see the county as a net zero greenhouse county by 2015 and again ready for future climates. We want to improve wildlife increase clean air and increase resources, and we've already set aside £27.2 million um, to um, assist and develop that. And um, We've also already um, obtained by government sources £22.3 for a de- total uh, decarbonisation fund. Um, the green recovery is really, really important to us, and we've started to focus on working with, in particular, the farmers and major land owners, which is really important for wildlife across the county and improving um, our biodiversity.
2: Thank you. And we'll let the ding-dong go, just drive your dog mad at home. There we go. Right, uh, so um let's move on to questions. Now, uh, just before we get to the first question, a reminder that down in the bottom of your screen you should be able to see a Q&A box. Um, Please do put your question in there, we've got quite a lot of questions already and we aren't going to be here all night, Uh, so um, we we would like you also to vote for the questions that you would most like put to the parties represented this this evening, Uh, so please do go into that box and vote for the questions that uh, you would like to see. Uh, being asked tonight, or if you have a question still, uh, then please put it in there. Um, Results of uh, uh, the quick snap poll at the beginning. Um, So how much do you know about environmental policies of the parties represented tonight? 46% Uh, 46% very little. Well, let's hope by the end of this evening um, that's more like 46% a lot. Um, so uh, we've had a good introduction so far. Um, so uh, let's um, let's keep moving uh, with the questions. Um, so the first question is one that uh, has already been uh, alerted to the party's representatives this evening, and it is: we know that spending time in nature has significant benefits for our health and well-being, and that a diverse natural environment is essential to a sustainable economy. What steps will your party advocate to reverse the recent alarming decline in biodiversity in Hertfordshire and ensure that everyone in the county has access to quality green spaces where wildlife and people can flourish? And we're going to ask first the
3: representative of the Labour Party to answer that question. And Thank you very much Nick, that's me for this one. Um, Before I start my answer, I'd just like to say on a personal basis why this question matters to me, because I think it matters to everybody. For the young people I used to support through scouting, the love of the outdoors has always been vital. And during the lockdown, when people haven't been able to get together, it's been really important for families and individuals to get out, breathe the air and enjoy the green lungs within towns like Stevenage and on the edge of towns and in the countryside. And uh, I'm a long-time dog walker, one-time runner and cyclist, and I can say I would not have survived the pandemic without the ability to get out there for my exercise each day. Um, There are two challenges to this question. One is the promoting of biodiversity and the other one is promoting access. But firstly, on the policy, and this is a partnership Mm -hmm. answer, really, both at county and district levels, we need to promote biodiversity action plans for all habitats and open spaces A part of the community-led and co-produced approach. And what matters is that people, and I've got to say especially young people, really get on board because we believe that only with a localist, community and neighbourhood level approach with young people can we make climate change and biodiversity happen. The County Council role is much more marginal, but it is an important landowner and it is a procurer of services, and these matter. Thank you. And the Liberal Democrats, please.
0: Thank you, Nick. I'm not a biodiversity specialist or expert at all. And I went to look at some statistics and I was really shocked and really quite depressed actually. And I'm sure many of the people participating in this call are very aware of these statistics already. But what struck me was that Hertfordshire alone has lost 76 of its species since the 1950s. There are many, many more at threat. nationally 97% of our meadows have been lost since the 1960s this is horrific we have got to do everything that we can to halt the the decline and reverse the decline verge rewilding has obviously commenced it's a fantastic initiative Um, we've got to expand it we've got to keep pushing it we've got to do it everywhere we can there are little pockets of land public spaces waste pieces of wasteland where nobody knows who the owner is all of those are ripe for planting, rewilding, um, changing the way that we maintain the county's verges. It saves money as well. Dorset Council um, reduced its cost verge maintenance costs, from uh, one million to six hundred and fifty thousand over five years. So the benefits, financially as well as environmentally, are really, really huge. There is, of course, that challenge, I think, from unwilling residents um, or residents with a slightly different view um, who perhaps prefer to see well-maintained, clipped and neat uh, verges. Um, My personal view um, on that is we've got to have a cultural shift. We've got to effect a a cultural shift. it starts with children, it starts with schools, it starts with educating children and helping them understand the importance of all of this. They're all studying this at school, they all know it. And also trees, of course, while not as effective for, for biodiversity as uh, okay, rewilding, to, very, very I'm valuable. Thank you. i have
2: to draw you too close. Thanks, Helen. Um, right, let's uh, move on to the Conservative Party.
4: Yes, thank you. Um, as people have said already, um, bringing the community along with you is of utmost importance around this particular agenda. Um, Already in Arfordshire we have a pollinator strategy which is working Um, we're going to create a biodiversity baseline which is essential and we'll be doing that working with all the districts and boroughs um, around the county. Um, We want to be able to um, support um, uh, finding all those green spaces which people don't know about and the county is actually working with the districts and boroughs already on that particular initiative. We want to have a nature, a natural capital investment strategy, uh, where again, we can engage with all our partners um, and particularly tenants on land on our farmland um, across the county farmers and landowners um, and also um, uh, put in place some friendly land management strategies, Um, we need to improve knowledge and awareness um, across the landscape. And um, um, importantly, we need to work with public health to actually develop a natural health review um, about access to open open areas. Um, we also, um, uh, moving forward, um, we really want to work with farmers, as I said, and we can do that two parts: working on our own with our own rural estates team with, um across the.
2: Thank you very much. Um, Let's move on to the Green Party.
6: Thank you everybody for um, attending. It's absolutely fantastic to hear the other parties talking about biodiversity and green issues, but of course it's the Green Party that actually does something about it. Um, We uh, acquired a field uh, near us recently and planted 500 trees. We've been out putting up bird boxes We've organized litter picks, um, which have uncovered dead hedgehogs that have crawled into plastic um, pieces of litter. So we're actually out doing something about it. And the point about biodiversity is that if you destroy habitat, um, you destroy biodiversity. We've been saying this for decades, but I'm really pleased that the other parties are catching up with us. Uh, We're very happy to work with them and please uh, follow the Green Party. You will will get there that much quicker. Um, The rewilding has already been mentioned. Um, Absolutely in favor of it. Um, We were calling for it um, um, a very long time ago. Um, We need to preserve the green spaces that we've already got. And the loss of Greenbelt is really disturbing. Um, There's a limit to what the County Council could do about it. Um, In London, they want to gold plate their green belt. Um, Sounds a bit (laughs) contorted, but if that's what it takes to stop the district councils, so be it. Thank
2: you. Um, Okay, so on to questions uh, that you have submitted. There's still time to vote if you want to go down to the Q&A button at the bottom of your screen and vote on uh, the question that you would most like uh, to be asked. Then you can influence the questions we're going to ask next. Uh, And the first of the audience's questions is, what do the different parties offer as a means of getting car drivers off the road in the way of increasing bus services especially a service of electric vehicles? And we'll put that first to the Liberal Democrats.
8: Um, Thanks, and thanks for the question. Um, I think, I mean, the the county has a policy called LTP4, which is a long-term plan for how to get our transport system greener. But the problem with it is it doesn't have the funding to achieve anything. And it's absolutely crucial that we reform public transport in Hertfordshire if we're ever going to meet this challenge. A couple of things actually came into my inbox today, one from the uh, campaign for better transport with a very interesting survey on what's required um, to to increase use of public transport and it's all about affordability, better routes and availability and actually post-COVID less overcrowding. I mean these are crucial issues that the country really needs to grasp and the CPRE are currently running a campaign on this calling for an hourly service morning till midnight in every village of over 200 or 300 inhabitants. They've costed that at £3 billion uh, per annum. I think that's affordable out of our National Exchequer. Um, And I would hope that um, we can do what we can to lobby government to to secure those funds. Because, unfortunately, because the government has starved local government of so much funding since the Conservatives came to power, Um, there is a limited amount we can do at county. What we end up doing is basically producing ideas that we can then use to grab whatever government funding is
2: going and that's what we need to be absolutely ready for in this field. Thank you and uh, let's move on to the Conservative Party.
5: Yeah I'll, um, I'll, uh, I'll take that and, uh, and Nigel mention LTP4 and I suppose I'm the owner of LTP4 and I'm a very very strong supporter of the new local transport plan which in itself is quite radical but um, there are policies in there which um, do not always accord with public opinion locally. Somebody mentioned the fact that uh, we, people who may not actually agree with what we are trying to to do, um, and we have a policy of sustainable travel towns, and a key part of that policy is to eliminate free on-street parking in towns. And uh, we're already getting pushback on this, so there's, on these issues, there's got to be a bit of a nudge um, uh, forward on some of these issues. Um, we, cannot inc- we cannot give out the message that, it, that, um, to, that it's perfectly okay to drive your car into town and park for nothing. Um, certainly, if you want to drive in and pay a fee, that's fine. But there, it's only through these uh, small nudges we get people to look for alternatives, and in particular, um, public transport. And I've said publicly, and county council, Car owners in this county, if we are going to to implement LTP4, car owners in this county have got to accept the fact it's going to be a little less convenient to use your car. And that's a message that all parties have got to sound out loud and clear.
2: Thank you. Uh, And to the Green Party.
1: Thank you. Um, The problem with sustainable transport is a bit of a chicken and egg um, issue at the moment because our roads and villages have been developed over the last couple of um, decades with, with, the hard, with, the, with cars in mind and not public transport, cyclists and pedestrians. That's so that's a trend that we now have to be very bold to, to reverse, to make it safer for people to get on their bikes, um, walk around town um, and, and take away that focus on, on the car. As Nigel has pointed out before, there are studies and solutions out there it's It's just a matter of providing the sustainable funding to make these um, to make these um, ideas happen and At the moment what what we see a lot is that um, there are pockets of funding available here and there, and um, districts and boroughs are encouraged to apply for funding for for example for electric bus schemes and and things like that. Um, but there's no substantial long-term, um, long-term vision to, to make it actually happen. So that's one of the things that we need to tackle first, really make the investment and make it a long-term investment and make sure that, it, that the solutions that we know are out there are, are applied in, in Hertfordshire.
2: Thank you very much. And finally, on this question, the Labour Party.
7: Thank you very much, Nick. Um, So I want to start by saying that the Labour Party wants to ensure the review of highway spending takes a radically different approach to supporting um, sustainable transport initiatives. So this includes cycling, walking and sustainable public transport. Um, Where cars are concerned and getting them off the road, I think what's really important is that There does need to be a culture shift, but we support electric vehicles. We also support um, 20 mile per hour speed limits, which will make a lot of difference um, in this area. Um, On the bus front, because I think this is really important in the move away from cars, and that is that the Labour Party would reinstate the bus subsidies that have been cut by Hertfordshire County Council um, and something particularly close to my heart, because we need this shift to include young people, especially those at a disadvantage. And that's the ensuring that all young people are able to access a young people's saver card for free um, public transport up to the age of 18. Thank you.
2: Thank you Um, so on to our next question submitted by the Hustings attendees don't forget one last time I'll remind you you can vote for questions in the questions and answers section if you hit the button Q&A at the bottom of your screen. The next question is will your party be committing to commissioning zero carbon houses on all Hertfordshire County Council land that has been offered for new housing across Hertfordshire and we'll put that first to the Conservative Party.
5: Yes, uh, we will. But of course, um, we're in the hands of the planning authorities sometimes. Um, and of course, um, whatever we develop um, has to pass muster with the planning authorities. But a uh, very straightforward answer is yes, I'd like to see zero minus personally. So, um, um, uh, you know, zero zero carbon I would support totally. Thank you. Uh,
2: and uh, we'll move on to the Green Party.
6: Oh, I'm really pleased to agree with the Conservatives on this one. And in new housing, it really isn't that difficult to do. Um, yeah. We've got what's called the um, passive house standard, which pretty much cuts your, your heating requirement to zero. We can put in um, so- solar panels um, for, for electricity. You can plug your electric car into your house to use it as a storage battery. All the technologies there. for new build, we could do it tomorrow. The difficulty is in uh, retrofitting the existing housing stock. That is gonna be difficult. That requires a huge commitment. But once again, we, we are ready to get started. And really pleased to work with the Conservatives on this one, it would be fa- absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Uh, and we'll move on to the Labour Party. Uh,
3: thank you, Nick. Uh, this is going to be a, a really weird consensus here because I agree with Nick. And I agree with Derek, um, with whom I've met on many occasions over the years on these sorts of issues. Uh, No, I think we would absolutely go along with this. Um, And we've tried some eco homes in Stevenage in particular. And to be honest, it's probably something we should have been doing years and years ago. Nick's quite right about solar power. um, And uh, I, I think the bit that's a wonderful aspiration is being able to charge, to have your electric vehicle charged from home instead of worrying about how many trip miles you can get on one charge, which is still a big issue with electric vehicles. So yeah, I think the Labour Party will stand three, or maybe I think when the Lib Dems are done, four square on this policy, no problem at all. Okay, <laughs> well, d- dare the Liberal Democrats disagree now.
8: <laughs> yes, we will, because I don't think it's right to say there's a cross-party consensus on this. Um, the Conservatives say the right thing, Derek, thank you for that, but You look at the national policy and the Greens Homes Grant, which they brought in just in last September, which, um, and I was on an industry panel or webinar just before Christmas, where everyone was really excited about this from the solar industry, from the building industry, and what's happened, it's been pulled straight away. Um, This is what we see time and time again, from time in coalition when we brought in huge numbers of green policies. Sorry, Nick, you're not the only party who's doing it. We have done it in government and at local authority level for the last 20 years. I was campaigning on this sort of thing back in the 2000s and probably before. Um, Alexis Rowell, a good friend of mine from Camden when he was a councillor there, did a fantastic job pushing these sorts of policies. The key is education of the planning departments. You have got to get the planners on board. Derek is right in that. It's all about making sure that we have the right standards in place and enforced by planning authorities. And again, the government continually lets us down on this. Um, I'm, I think everybody at county level that I speak to are pretty much agreed on this. But please, the Conservatives, talk to your MPs. Talk to your leadership in Westminster because you have let the country down for the last 15 years at least, or 10 to 11 years at least. We had the...
2: OK, thank you. Um, well, let's move on to our next question. And the next question is, what measures would candidates advocate to reduce the amount of Hertfordshire's waste, which is incinerated or landfilled? And we'll start with the Green Party.
1: Well, this is a bit of a home run for me because I lead the Plastic Free Hitchin initiative, Um, so I do a lot of uh, work around waste and um, uh, waste has to be tackled on every level really of of, of government. It has to be on national government, local government and and every individual for themselves has has to make the right decisions around waste. What we found um, from my work in the communities is um, that people are very grateful for more guidance um, more education, um, starting at schools, which Hertfordshire is of course best set to actually implement, going to children who are very passionate around these, these issues um, and talking to them can then take that back to their families, but also the families need to be supported to make the right choices in in their homes. Businesses need to be supported. At the moment, what we see is a lot of businesses are trying to do the right thing, but they have to pay extra to um, provide um, recyclable or do get their get their waste recycled. Um, so we need to work with the businesses and with the with the families to do to do better. And again, we can learn from the community, from what's been going on on the ground, to take that back into the into the council and and make the right decisions.
2: Okay, thank you. Uh, let's move on to the Labour Party.
1: Thank you. Um, I want
7: to start by saying that, like Annie, this is something that I've been working on. For quite some time um, from being at Hitch and Girl School when I led on a plastic-free initiative to um, championing sustainability in the charity sector, in particular in um, North Hearts and Stevenage. Um, so I think this is about leading on encouraging a cultural shift, um, getting the guidance out there in the right places, um, but a key point in our manifesto on waste, and I touched on this um, at the beginning, is that we want to review waste management practices. Um, This would be in order to maximise recycling and reduce the use of landfill and incineration, and work with partners um, and residents and businesses to minimise the amount of waste that there is in the first place, especially where non-recyclables are concerned, um, because that's that's a real issue. um, And it really does need to be tackled. Thank you.
2: Okay, thank you. Uh, Let's move on to the Liberal Democrats.
0: Thank you, Nick. Um, Actually, I'm really stunned to hear the Labour candidate talk about maximising recycling. I don't think it is about maximising recycling at all. It's actually much further back than that. All of this comes back to the beginning. It comes back to a holistic approach to how we all live. That's what we've got to change. We have got to have a cultural shift. It's not about recycling at all. It's about rethinking, reducing, reusing and then recycle as a very last resort. Recycling takes infinite uh, recycling takes so many resources, energy resources, water resources. It's not about recycling at all. Um, Repair cafes are fantastic. There are so many fantastic social media sites going on already in St Albans where I am. There's a really lively, active uh, recycling site, reuse site rather, reuse site of people wanting to share what they have, give it to somebody else who can use it, put it to use. The transformation of some of these objects that people have had for years is phenomenal. It's actually really, really exciting. Councils have got to get their own houses, their own houses in order. Councils, whether they're, whether they're district, borough, town, parish or county, have got to be leading from the top. We have got to be making sure that council buildings, council services, everything that is, is used there is not is not wasted. We've got to make sure that we're not creating litter and waste in our in our council, uh, council operations for the first in the first place. Um, going back to what the Green Party said earlier on, we are litter picking. I, I litter pick all the time. It's 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 an enjoyable strangely enjoyable, also depressing activity. I actually really enjoy it. We're doing it all the time, thank you.
2: Okay, thank you very much. And let's move on to the Conservative Party.
5: Yes, I mean, everybody on this call tonight are very, very um, strong advocates of the green agenda and in particular waste, and I totally agree. Um, reduce in the first place is, is the way forward. Um, there is a very huge financial incentive for lo- uh, local authorities to, to collect less waste the less that comes into the system, the more, um, the, the more that um, community services will benefit whilst we're not spending loads of money trying to get rid of it. Um, so I, I think um, we uh, on the whole in Hertfordshire have done reasonably well, but recycling has plateaued. And there's not that much evidence that the majority of the public are really tuned in to reducing. Now, as I say, as you all say, this is a cultural issue but we've got to keep on banging away at this because I'm, I'm a full, wholehearted supporter of it because I can see um, the overhead it places on local authorities completely needlessly. I think there's a long way to go. I think governments over the last 20 years have not done enough. I think the supermarkets still get away with murdering the amount of packaging they produce um, and uh, we need to put more pressure on them. But as I say, the, what evidence there is, there is a big cultural shift in the public out there. I'm not sure. But we do keep having to bang on about that. We do have keep, as I was say, bang on, actually keep emphasising how important it is to reduce the amount of waste we put into the waste stream.
2: Thank you. Um, Just to say, if you are putting um, questions and comments straight into the chat, um, the panelists will see those, but we're not going to be able to deal with those this evening. Uh, The best way to get a, I know it's frustrating, uh, but uh, the best way to get a question um, to the panelists is is to vote on the questions already in the questions and answers uh, section on Zoom.